Welcome to the College Recruiting Podcast, where each week our team of expert college recruiting advisors tackle the most critical college recruiting questions, with guests including college coaches, pro scouts, and industry insiders. We will empower you with the tips and strategies needed to gain an advantage in the college recruiting process. Okay, let's go ahead and start the show. Hey there, guys. Thanks for joining me today. My name is Ryan Thompson, and I wanted to welcome you to the podcast, The Realities of College Recruiting. Uh, Today's episode is going to be episode one, promptly titled, When to Get Started. First off, a little bit of background on myself. You know, I went through this process back in high school. I was a uh, football, basketball, baseball guy. Um, Played them all the way through high school, and uh, times were a little different than than they are now. Um, But some of the the elements of you know when to figure out college and how serious you are probably reign true today as well uh, as back in the day when I was doing it um, you know I've been a scout for the major league baseball organization for uh, three years I've been a college head coach and a high school head coach um, was recruited myself so I've been able to see recruiting uh, from many different angles and now uh, working for Sports Force the nation's largest um, recruiting and advisory group. Um, I help families similar to yours uh, plan out college, help navigate that process from the recruiting to the introduction uh, to the evaluation uh, as well as negotiation with colleges. And what we want to get across today is, you know, each family is on a different path. Um, I can't be more upfront about that. Uh, the comparisons of other families, uh, maybe teammates that are around you, Um, are very tough not to have you know come to the surface but the most important thing to get out of this uh, podcast today is your family's path whether it's your son or your daughter is going to be different and it's going to be unique to yourself uh, and your families respectively Uh, the reason for that is you know you can have similar traits you know from an athletic ability to academic scores Uh, you can play on the same travel team or club team or have you know same high school team and you know same level of competition but one thing we need to remember is you know each family has different expectations each family has different goals there are going to be different abilities uh, and most importantly they're going to be different assessments from college coaches uh, between your son or daughter and someone else's maybe their teammates or really good friends so I I find it kind of dangerous to have some families really want to compare themselves to Johnny or Sally who your son or daughter may have played with growing up and uh, wondering why they are getting an offer or wondering why they're further along the process than you are. My advice to families out there is just take a deep breath and realize, you know, when you get started, if you get on that proper path and the educated path, you're going to have a greater chance of success and clarity during this process if you wait too long or if you have an unrealistic expectation and such comparing yourselves with others. Uh, typically, the recruiting process starts in ninth grade, and the reason for that is that's when the uh, accumulation of grades uh, and academics will actually start uh, in the ninth grade year. You know, some colleges only look at the you know, sophomore and junior year, um, but for the most part, the ninth grade year is when it starts. Uh, I think some families, you know, put pressure on themselves, you know, to start a little bit earlier, and you know, to each his own. I don't recommend it because I like to keep the family is is locked in on the importance of now rather than then as possible 
you know, knowing each family is going to have a different route, uh, what we like to do at Sports Force is, you know, give an honest assessment of the player's ability and projection uh, of where they might currently fit from that projection in the college atmosphere, whether it's, you know, Division Three, Division Two, or Division One levels. You know, you have different tiers in those levels as well. But we give an honest assessment of those, you know, from our professional staff. And we're going to not compromise, you know, our integrity for this process because people need to know the truth and they need to know it from someone that's been there and seen it uh, over years. What that enables a family to do is pick a proper path for their son or daughter, uh, meaning, you know, some of them are going to have to get going on travel ball and club ball and go to some showcases, you know, earlier than others. Others may fit a uh, type of school uh, education or ability level that recruits later on in the high school process. And we can get into that a little bit later uh, from a specific standpoint, but, you know, the need to get going for some is, is faster than others. You know, we customize our recruiting goals or our recruiting plans based on the family's recruiting goals. Uh, you know, an analogy I, I like to use is, you know, your, your son or daughter is not cookie dough, so we're not going to cookie cut them. You know, their goals, um, their hopes, their expectations, their abilities, their academic standing, uh, the family's finances, those are all unique to you guys. Um, and so what we are able to do is, you know, specifically get a plan for you guys that caters around to what your guys' expectations, goals, uh, in accordance to what, you know, we feel is the proper path and helping you educate you through that Um questions to ask yourself to figure out when you're able to get going on this is, you know, do we start the ninth grade year? Do we start the 10th grade year? You know, when do I know that my son or daughter needs to be really serious about this? And I would simply take a step back and ask yourself some questions of how serious is your child about playing in college? Um, That can be done through observation. That can be done through some dialogue between uh, the child and you uh, or in the family car or through the college or high school coach and travel coach. But finding out their desire level is one of the first things that I believe will lead you to, you know, the educated assessment of, you know, how powerful that sport has a chance to play in your child's development, your college, you know, choice. You know, I think you're going to find it's a little bit more serious now earlier in the process than it was. You know, I was a three sport guy. You don't find that as much anymore. It's an unfortunate occurrence that you're finding single sport and specific sport athletes. Um, That's why the injuries are up. That's why there's probably a general lack of athleticism around the board, but it's also sped up the recruiting process. And it's also made, you know, recruiting 14 and 15 year olds prevalent in not just football and basketball. You know, so sometimes you're able to tell with that. Uh, Other questions that I ask some of my families that I work with, uh, players in the past that I had is, you know, how motivated are you from a self-motivating standpoint? You know, how, how motivated is that child? Um, is it something that you have to drag them to? Is it something that they look forward to going to? That's a big telltale sign of how important that sport or that activity is to them. Right in line with that is how mature are they about the sport? You know, how accountable are they? You know, are they taking their knee pads and their shoes and the ball, you know, and a, and a change of clothes and water to them with practice. I mean, little things like that would give me an indication of, you know, how serious, how self-motivated, and how responsible that kid is towards, you know, her, his or her individual sport. 
And then right on top of that, I go, you know, how happy are you playing this sport? You know, when things don't go well, is it the end of the world? When things don't go well, is it let's go get them tomorrow? Um, do they only like the sport when things go well? Uh, there are some real indications of how passionate a kid can be about a sport on how they treat the sport themselves. You know, where are they with academics? Are they struggling? Are they starting to turn a corner? Uh, has academics always become easy? Do they have aspirations of being at an elite college or at a school that's really going to propel them to a career and sports is going to be a part of it, but sports isn't the main goal? Uh, there's some questions to ask in that because I think that also plays a massive factor in, you know, what type of target list you may have, you know, what type of the expectations that kid has, you know, with mom and dad's expectations. And that leads me into the, one of the last questions I ask him is, you know, what do you guys expect from him or her? Um, I was expected, you know, growing up, I was expected to go to the best school I could get into. Uh, and it really wasn't a question. Uh, if I would have known what I know now, 20 some years ago, I don't know if I would have chosen the same school. Uh, I went to a fantastic school, had a great time. Uh, it just wasn't for me from an academic standpoint in, in terms of what I wanted to study. Uh, but the belief was you go to the best school you can, you get the best degree you can, and you use that as a stepping stone uh, in the workforce. I think some other families can ask, you know, the expectations of their kids can be uh, daunting. Sometimes they have to take a step back and realize that that kid is not you know, mom or dad and that they're different and they may have a different goal for themselves. So that type of dialogue um, that we just discussed the last couple minutes is something that I think should be open with with him or her when you're driving home from an event, when you got, got back from practice and, and the air has been cleared about, you know, the game that just happened. That's a good way to get a feel for what they want. And some families are going to know those answers the ninth grade year and we're going to say that's a really good time to talk with an advisor such as myself and get an assessment of the talent level, of the projection level, of where that recruiting process is for other kids, his or her age and his or her ability, um, and get you off on the right track. So ultimately, we're not spending time, stress, uh, and money on a path that's, you know, unrealistic or, you know, uneducated, so to speak. You know, going to a bunch of showcases or putting your kid in an environment that may not be the best for him or her on a development standpoint, on a happiness standpoint. Uh, it might constrain the family for, you know, travel. I mean, there's a lot of different elements to think of. And the sooner that we have an idea of what the family's goals and expectations are, and keep in mind, they don't need to be concrete. There's nothing that needs to be set in stone. Things change. Uh, recruiting goals change as a kid gets older. I didn't know what I wanted to do my freshman year, and I didn't even know where I was going to school until the end of my senior year. So there are elements that will change. There are elements that of the process that a kid may mature. Find out he likes something different in school. Uh, I didn't know I was as good at math until I got my SAT scores back because I'd always struggled in it. You know, so there's some things that results that can come back to you that give a better idea what is more applicable for the kid you know at the next level you know formulating the right plan is crucial and I think it should be done for those that have aspirations of playing division one sports you know that sophomore freshman sophomore year because we want to make sure that we're doing what we need to do from a training from an academic from a showcase uh, standpoint that will allow the player to be seen by schools that recruit that far in advance it also allows you a greater chance of success by giving you a realistic, you know, goal uh, or level of competition. You know, some kids may think that they are a competition of the highest level and they're not. So 
that's one factor that can lead to a lot of disappointment and a lot of comparisons of why can't I get a scholarship or why can't I get an offer to specific schools. Uh, so one thing that we like to remind our families, try to coach them through, is that this is a process um, and things happen at different times for different kids, uh, different families, and there are reasons for it. You know, when we get started in this our sophomore and junior year, sometimes it happens fast. Sometimes the process goes all the way through the senior year. You know, some families in certain sports think, hey, if you don't know where you're going in your senior year, you're really late. Well, that's not the case. You know, the vast majority of athletes don't know where they're going to school to play ball until their senior year. The lucky ones verbal early. Uh, and there's a danger in verbalizing, you know, your commitment early, but there's also a benefit in that. So I don't want to get into the, you know, is that a good or a bad thing? I'm just going to try to reiterate the point that your son or your daughter's volleyball, baseball, football, field hockey's path to college is going to be different than one of their teammates or one of their competitors. And that's okay, and that's probably a good thing. We need to have varsity sports stats a lot of the time for some of these kids to get attention. You need to have quality travel ball teams or club teams to play on and participate on to get attention. Uh, you need to have <clears throat> the physical ability to gain attention. And sometimes those things are not readily available for Johnny or Sally when they're sophomores or they're freshmen. Sometimes it takes longer. You know, fruit ripens at different times. You know, what we do at Sports Force is, you know, we take an aggressive an active approach to help our families introduce themselves to colleges we think are a good fit. Um, and sometimes it takes longer to introduce them to a level of competition that may be a little bit higher than what they started out with us at. Um, some kids progress at different times. You know, you can join, you know, a gym and get stronger, bigger, and faster, uh, but it doesn't mean it's going to equate on the field. Sometimes it does. Um, so those are other elements that we, you know, take into consideration when we're helping our families plan out. But from a standpoint of freshman, sophomore year, you know, you probably need to talk with an advisor. You need to have discussions with your coaches if it's a reality for you guys or a projected reality to play in college. There are some families that will talk to us, you know, late in the junior to early senior year and feel like they've wasted time. Um, I would advise against, you know, waiting that long uh, unless it's just out there and you don't know quite yet. But the contrary point to that is I'd rather have the number and not need to call it, so to speak. Um, so I'd rather have the help and not need it at the end than try to join on too late. You know, that's another reason why we like that freshman and sophomore year for families to at least broach the subject. Uh, you're not going to ruin, you know, the joy of the game or the, the quote-unquote innocence of the game. That's principally what we're helping with. We're going to help take off the time you know, that you're going to spend researching and take off the stress of not knowing which events to go to and, and why haven't certain things happened. Um, we're also going to save you money by pointing you guys in the right direction. And ultimately, that's going to lead to a better chance of success. Um, you'll enjoy the process rather than, you know, hate the process. Uh, some people get very intimidated by this entire process. You know, I've had people kind of throw in the towel and take that first offer. Uh, or take that backup plan because it was safe, you know, and that's not an enjoyable ride and we don't want that and we don't think it has to be that way. You know, so in conclusion today, guys, you know, the process starts at different times for everybody. Uh, typically that freshman and sophomore year, uh, you know, from a personal standpoint, I like working with freshman and sophomore families um, because they're getting familiar, I, <clears throat> excuse me, more familiar with school. The sophomore year, the academic structure or the academic challenge becomes a lot more challenging. 
you have a chance to take the SAT and the PSAT practice tests, you know, we're going to get some results back in that year, that sophomore academic year. Um, and for a lot, we're going to get the results back athletically of, you know, where they fit, where they belong, where they compare to others um, from a statistical standpoint, you know, from a maturation standpoint. So do some colleges, you know, only recruit seniors and juniors? Yes. And there are reasons for that that we can get into uh, in much greater detail at another time. Uh, but to have an idea, even if your son or daughter is going to end up at one of those schools, to have an idea, you know, when they're in ninth or 10th grade of the direction to go down uh, is much more advisable than not having an idea what you want to do uh, and waiting until the end of that junior year to say, you know what, I think he wants to play in college or I think she really does want to play volleyball in college. You know, for some, that's going to be too late and it's going to add to some stress. Uh, it's going to also add to chasing, you know, rather than living. You know, it's kind of how I've, I described it. You know, we don't want to chase this. You know, we want to live it, uh, do the best we can during that process, set ourselves up to make the best choices because you're getting educated on a constant basis and it, it's continual. Um, so when the choices come, you get to pick between, you know, quality choices. Uh, and we're not just at an in and out menu where it's, you know, limited. Uh, not to say I don't like in and out. Let's not kid ourselves. I'm from Southern California. That, that's a staple. Um, but the point is you want to have selection. Um, and that's what our goal is with our families. Uh, thank you guys very much for joining again today. Can't wait to talk to you guys again next week. Look forward to it. Again, Ryan Thompson with Sports Force. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks for being part of the Realities of College Recruiting podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Realities of College Recruiting podcast on iTunes. And check us out at our blog at sportsforceonline.com forward slash blogs for more educational articles and every past episode. Join our community on Facebook and Twitter where you can ask questions, share insights, and recommend future guests and topics. Be sure to join us next week on the Realities of College Recruiting Podcast. And remember, your college decision isn't a four-year decision, it's a 40-year decision. <laughs>